Hello! Welcome to the Dad Report, a podcast for dads, by dads, about dad stuff. Join us as we sit down and have meaningful conversations with friends, family, and coworkers. We will talk about life, family, and so much more while working towards a goal of creating a healthy idea of what it means to be a dad. Welcome to the Dad Report Summer Special. Oh, whoa, 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 Justin, I thought, is the summer over already? I'm confused. No, no, this, this episode is actually airing like immediately. So if you're listening to this, we've been off. Season one has been off now for like three, four weeks. I hope you've missed us. Uh, we've been busy recording season two in the meantime. Uh, but this week we didn't have a guest lined up. And instead of resting with our families, to do some current events, we figured we should probably tackle these events being dads and walking our families through these events as they happen. And uh, this, you will actually be listening to this on the 4th of July. So happy America Day, Freedom Day, however you want to look at it. I hope you're safe out there on the lakes and the fireworks and the barbecues and all the things that you American patriotic folk do. I don't know why I got all country with that, but <laughs> it's how we do. We say America, America. All right. Happy 4th, Justin. Happy 4th. I hope it's great for you. So yeah, tonight, uh, or I always say tonight, I always do this. For those of you listening, like, sorry, we just record at night, so it's just easy. But it's not a radio show. I get it. You're listening to us at 6 a.m. with like three ounces of coffee, maybe, in you, barely waking up. On this episode, we actually want to talk about, so we're gonna go, I'm going to go and give you like kind of a, a warning here if you're listening. We're going to talk about some of the recent decisions that the Supreme Court has made. We do not get political on this show we try not to so we're really not gonna be too focused on the political side of things but more so just how do we walk our families through topics such as what the supreme court's been deciding on and how do we want our kids to come away from that and especially as believers how should our actions reactions emotions etc look this might be a tougher episode a deeper episode a more emotional episode for those of you listening out there so that is your warning if you need to turn little ears away or maybe even for you, you're like, no, it's just too much for me at this time. We respect that and we love you. So, yeah, all I, right. think that's, I think that's a good disclaimer. And by all means, um, if you have gotten enough of this <laughs> from every other media outlet, social media, <laughs> you know, all of those things uh, while Justin is choking. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I've been there. I've been there myself. Uh, but yeah, That's if this right. is just if this is just too much noise on the subject, feel free to turn it off. No yep. problem. When Justin and I started talking about this, we thought that this might be something you know, not to just sit here and air our opinions and our grievances and whatnot, but but as a way where we could really kind of talk about a current event and how this how this really applies to being a dad. And honestly, I think this applies to being really being a parent, being a mentor, being somebody who is, you know, has those has those maybe underneath them, I'll say that mm-hmm. they are, you know, in a position of influence, maybe a le- even a leadership position, something like that. So, just to give a quick recap, the main one we want to talk about is the Roe v. Wade being overturned. So, for anyone maybe hiding under a rock or maybe you just haven't been following it and you may not kind of understand what's happening, basically what happened is um, the Roe v. Wade decision was overturned by the Supreme Court. Yep. 
And really what that means is that abortion is no longer protected at this point under the Constitution. Well, so, really under the federal level. The correct. Decision so there's, fell, no, yeah. there's, no, um, there's no protection from yeah. the, you know, the U.S. Constitution, like you said, from the federal level. Now, um, there are states that are starting to impact you know, state laws. So unless something happens and there's an amendment to the Constitution— there's no, there's, there's no, no protection there. So, um, just quick, and that's not a perfect explanation. That's just no. kind of our words. If you have questions, maybe you should, maybe you should look it up. Uh, do because we're do probably some not research. The best. Make sure it's with an accredited, peer-reviewed, scholastic, academic. Don't turn to your CNNs and your Fox Newses and your NPRs and Joe Rogan and whoever else you get your news. Twitter, don't go to Twitter, all right? That's just, it's a war zone right now in social media anyway. But um, yeah, definitely do your, that was our, that was our basic kind of, really that's our our understanding of it as well. This decision at this recording point has not even been a week old. I believe it's been what, four days maybe? So the impacts from it are really, I mean, we we have yet to see how those uh, are going to unfold. I'll say for one, my reaction uh, is I'm, I actually was shocked. Uh, I remember hearing at work that one morning that the Supreme Court the night before had overturned the decision. And we'd heard that leaked rumor where they were discussing it. Right. You know, everybody got up in arms. Oh, there's this leak. But I I just never saw it being overturned. I mean, it had been in effect for 50 years, but goes to show just our, our political system, our system of government, really, and the way it's set up is that there are things that can change, which on the one hand, this situation aside, because I know for some people it's personal, as somebody who's a, stu- uh, a, a student of history and a little bit of political, and I don't do much with government systems and bodies, but it's good to know that our system can still go back and reassess things and hope and hopefully, you know, improve things for everybody and rewrite laws and whatnot. So that's kind of just, it's, you know, I don't think we've had anything this groundbreaking really since some of these decisions were passed the 50 some odd years ago. So what, yeah, was, your, what yeah. was your reaction, Chad? How'd you, I don't know how closely you were following the situation after the leak so there are there are some instagram accounts and some other like news things that i follow that were were kind of talking about this from the leak mm-hmm. um you know talking about oh the likelihood since it was leaked like this is probably this is probably a thing right this is probably going to happen so um so in terms of kind of the news that i follow and stuff and you know podcasts that we're talking about and all that kind of all that kind of thing i was not surprised when it finally came through i mean to a certain extent it's like wow was that really did that really happen that just happened this thing has been in place like longer than i have been in place like right right so for us this has always just kind of been regardless whether we agree with it or disagree with it like it's just been understood it's just been us that's how it is yeah so and i mean that's where my shock i should probably say that's kind of where my my shock or my surprise came from is it's just it's almost like speed limits right we've always had speed limits so it's almost like waking up one day and Hey, we're the Autobahn now in every city. And you're like, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. So I will say initially, kind of what I saw is what I expected. People kind of being like, you know, oh my goodness, either super excited mm-hmm. or really upset, mm-hmm. um, depending on what side, what side you land on. And we are, we are both on in the pro-life camp. I don't, I mean. Honestly, Justin, I don't know that people want to hear the explanation of 
of why we're that way. It definitely, it definitely is very ingrained in our faith and that kind of thing. But right. the really the angle I think that we wanted to discuss is just kind of how we're seeing those around us, you know, in our, our feeds and mm-hmm. people we talk to, how we're how we're really seeing some of that be addressed. And I have seen a few very positive things um, in terms of, hey, here's here's how we move forward. But I will say on both sides, both on the pro-life side and the pro-choice side, mm-hmm. really seeing a lot of negativity. Mm-hmm. And maybe not negativity. I think the word you used early before we started recording was tone. It's like the tone where it's kind of kind of snarky. Oh, well, I'm, like, I know, actually am seeing negativity. I have a close, um, I don't know if this one's podcast or not, so I'll just leave it as a, a close person on Facebook whose literal verbiage, and this is what they'll know if, if they're listening, they'll know that I'm talking about them. Nobody else will-ish. But their little verbiage was towards a different, aside opposing them, there was no extension of the arm to the middle, no chance to understand, no chance to realize. It was just instantly, you are a fascist. You can go die. I okay. hate you. Like, it got really violent and just no chance at all. If you agree with this, you can unfriend me kind of language. So I've actually seen a lot of this very, because we talked prior to recording this, because I, I understand that actually some of our guests disagree with us um, that we've had on the show. And some of our listeners, like, hey, if you're listening to this and you heard Chad say that we're pro-life, like, we we love you. We care about you. We love, actually, we would just like to understand you. Like, we we don't, sure. we're not... I haven't seen from either one of us, we haven't posted anything that's come across negative. We haven't posted anything where it's like, I can't believe you decide that. Like ultimately my goal, especially at least for me personally, I don't want to speak on behalf of Chad, is just to it's just to empathize and to get to understand. There are even times where I hear arguments where I'm almost swayed to the like, well, I can kind of see the this side of the coin. Yeah, I've seen a lot of toxic. I've seen I I haven't seen as much of the like I have seen some people who are more so we were talking beforehand where it's more, it's not necessarily an argument over the actual topic of abortion, but it's they're arguing over, is this impeding my rights? And I get that. That's, sure. a, that's a major hot button, especially like I definitely don't want to downplay women fought for a long time to gain suffrage, to gain equal rights. And there's a whole history book chapters, not just units, but like over like we, we talk about this in schools, like it's a big deal. So I get it. Like to feel like your rights are being impeded upon can be a really scary, scary deal. So, uh, but yeah, that's actually what I'm seeing is I've, I've, I have not seen as much of a friendly, there has been some tones where it's like, yeah, that was snarky, but I've also seen tones of like, wow, you, you just prefer that I walk out of your life. Like you don't even, I haven't yeah. said anything yet. You don't even know that I believe the way I do, but you better just, I walk away. So, so I, and granted, I don't have, you know, I don't have the same feed you do, but I'm, my thought is that that is like, that's kind of the extreme. That's yeah. like the the kind of the outskirt, so to speak. I hope Whereas, that's the extreme. <laughs> um, you know, I think most people are like, nope, this is how this is how I believe. And some people are probably like, this is how I believe. This is the right way to be. And you're not going to convince me otherwise. Yeah. Like, I get that. But the whole like, you know, you can go burn kind of a thing is like, no. Like, let's like, 
you're crazy. Let's let's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who this person is. I didn't even. I didn't even know that, that post existed. So yeah, um, it exists. But, <laughs> yeah, we were talking before that looking at this kind of from the Christian view, like I see a lot of the things that are being posted. I'm just kind of, I'm kind of disappointed in yeah. what I'm seeing. So we were talking about how this is really a great opportunity for for Christians, and you know, it's not just Christians who are pro-life, but for for those people that are pro-life to kind of using my words, put your money where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is something that you know that people have been advocating for for a long time, and like I said, like longer than I have been alive to get this yeah. thing overturned. And yeah. now, and now it's here, and we, you know, we have a call to action of sorts. And I think, um, I think it's a huge opportunity, you know, for that community, uh, for the church especially to you know to come to come step in and be the literal hands and feet of of jesus in this yeah in this place and what i'm what i'm seeing is the little political quips little you know memes that are kind of biting and, and really aimed at at somebody i would almost expect that from people that i know who are not christians mm-hmm. um but when i see that from people that i know have professed faith in Jesus that I know, um, and they know, you know, they know what the Bible says. Yeah. They know, they know the, they know the words of Jesus. They know what they're called to. And so when I see that, it's just, it really, it really kind of grieves me. And so that's why I really wanted to get on and have this discussion is to talk about not just that, but really, like I was saying, from the parenting angle, you know, how we how we should respond and and maybe the best maybe the you know and i'm not saying everyone's the same but kind of how i how i look at this and and we were talking justin of course you have you know you have a daughter who's really young so you're not really talking to her about about these kind of things yet but you know when i really try to get outside of the political whatever with my kids and i really try to get them to think i'm like okay so yeah, so I'm hearing you regurgitate this thing that we saw on the news yeah. or that you saw on, you know, this YouTuber. And by the way, we're drowning in YouTubers. Like my kids, that's all they talk about. <laughs> like, let's be honest. That's all anybody's but, watching, it sounds like. <laughs> but that aside, really saying, okay, that's interesting, but tell me what you think. And with this type of issue, where I'm where I really feel like we need to go is okay, so I understand this is what you believe. Mm-hmm. And that's different, right, than what others believe. And I believe you're right. You believe you're right. But what does, a couple ways you can look at this. One, like, what has Jesus called you to do, right? Another way I've heard that said is, is what what does love require of you, right? I believe mm. that's an Andy Stanley-ism. Um, if it's not, it's Bob Goff. It's one of those two. Oh, yeah, it might be Bob Goff. Might be. Um, but either either way, you know, kind of whichever way, whichever way you want to you want to look at it, like what does what does it really look like to be a good neighbor? Yeah. And when when my kids look at me and they're like, okay, what's dad doing? Okay. So that kind of gives me license to do the same thing. So do I want my do I want my kids to grow up and be, you know, on one side politically and disdaining everything else and be and be bitter? And, you know, just, you know, full of negativity and lashing out at others? Or do I want them to be somebody that, you know, can speak 
can speak their mind in in a kind yet thoughtful way. Somebody who seeks to be a good neighbor, right? And we can't always control how people how people respond, but we get to choose the way we we respond to to some of these things. So I really I really would like to cover that piece. So like I said, kind of the way we yeah, the way we handle it is when I hear when I hear some of that kind of vitriol coming out of someone, um, you know, uh, in my house, we'll, that that just gets me to dig in and say, okay, where's this coming from? Yeah. And what first, what brought it on? I mean, you heard it from somewhere. So what brought this on? Okay, so that's great. So that's what that's what the talking heads are saying. What about you? Like, what do you what do you feel like? And let's say you're right on this topic. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do with it? Right. Yeah. Everyone can talk. And 99% of the people we see posting these nasty whatevers, they're not going to do a thing. Yeah. Right. They're just here. They're just here to, um, to talk. So I, a lot of time, you know, that's where we go. And it's, it's getting them to think rightly about a topic, both what does their faith speak into it? Mm-hmm. Um, also thinking logically, it's like, Okay, you know, and a lot of times it's just straight up nonsense and call that out and get them to defend their side and, you know, get them to think, think logically about things. Almost like playing a devil's advocate of sorts. Yeah, I think that, I think that's another way to say it. Sure. My stepdad, Um, well, my stepdad stuff, so I've noticed that and it's, it's hard because sometimes he does it without even giving you the heads up. And so you're almost like, man, he believes this. So like, it, it can get a little intense. He's a definitely a debater. I love him to death. I love my stepdad. Gosh, such a smart guy. There was an example that before they moved, they just moved across the country, my mom and my stepdad, to go take care of his mom. Before they moved, I got the chance to go over and hang out by the fire. And we just sat and talked. And we were talking through, like, this upcoming, this, I'm stepping into youth ministry again full time, vocationally, um, and some other stuff. And we got to talk in between free will and reform, predestination kind of stuff. And for as long as my mom and I have known him, he's always leaned towards that reformed camp and he can be real heavy handed on it. And, <laughs> and he was just playing devil's advocate. And what come to find out, it was all devil's advocate. He just wanted us to think he was just pointing out some of the healthy sides of a, of a viewpoint that I was pretty staunchly. No, I shouldn't say staunchly against cause I love 22, but y'all are just a whole different group of reformed guys. I swear another church, another reformed group is like that. So hold on. So I know we have people listening that when you say reformed, they may or may not know what that is, but Calvinist. definitely. Oh, the C word. Um, but when you say, <laughs> oh, but when you say eleven twenty two is different. Oh, do I need to go into that? Yeah, just just real, real quick. So my okay. So I, I don't know if there is real quick with me. Sorry. <laughs> and I know this is kind of off topic. Where we're going. My view from meeting the reformed Calvinist Christians that I've met. So it, a lot of this from personal experience has been, sure. they are very debate heavy. They always want to argue theology. They, because, because of predestination, they are lazy evangelists. It's, they're very insider focused, very, this is our church. We'll disciple the people who happen to come to the doors. As long as they agree with what we agree with, it becomes the social club. So if you know a church very social clubby, that's what I, that's the vibe I get from Calvinists most Got of the it. time. Now, when we came to visit 1122 and started attending there, despite the fact that it's been deep, deep Calvinism, 
I mean, Joby's he doesn't quite say it all the time from the pulpit, but I know from having had some a little bit of insider insider experience for a brief moment, like it's it's in there, but they have not let it become a oh, what's the proper a crutch to lean on. Um, yeah, you know, it, I heard, and I don't know if this was said from the stage or what, but I heard Pastor Joby say one time, he's like, it's kind of like, and I'm probably not going to say this the exact words, so this is well, my words. It's um. It's reformed with like a whole ton of grace. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I feel like I feel like that's a pretty accurate accurate thing because you're right. You get you get some of the you know some of the the Calvinist tulip. Uh, they all there, they right? all want to be Spurgeon 2.0 or sprawl, <laughs> and they just want to sit there and smoke a cigar and beat you to death with the Bible. And and there isn't grace. Like that's the other thing I I was I, I'm glad you mentioned that. Like I I, ne- I didn't experience grace from other Calvinists that I knew. And 1122, just like if you're just a, a random happen, you know, bystander, you wouldn't know the difference. Like nobody's telling you, well, God's already called his elect. Like you you just wouldn't, you wouldn't get that vibe. The gospel's preached every week. There's still great discipleship opportunities, but you're also still very, I, I feel like there there is still an emphasis on evangelism. It's still like outsiders are welcome here. You don't have to be part of our club to get in there's obviously membership and stuff and that's another debate inside the church that goes back years and years and years about whether you should be member or not member whatever kind of church but anyway that's my whole thing on that so 1122 okay. was kind of the exception to the rule and so my stepdad and when I, and he and i get talking you know because i'm like oh yeah i'm free will blah 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 and he's like what about blah blah, blah. and because because his experience i guess with some free will people has been kind of they've not been as deep biblically or theologically etc so forth come okay. to find out he at the very end he just kind of all of a sudden was like look because my mom and i got to the point where like and that's the thing is like i lo- again i love him but he gets so intense you're like i'm gonna walk out of the room because i'm about to like melt like i can't handle it it feels too aggressive it feels too confrontational and you get this, like, I, I know for at least for my emotional state, like, because for like my dad growing up and I can't, I can't do it. He, but he just stopped and he goes, well, oh, actually, I agree with you guys. I just, I like playing devil's advocate. And we were like, oh my, my mom thought for years, he was a Calvinist for years. She was like, he's a Calvinist. Like that is just what he is. And it's, it come to find out No, he's just, he really just wanted us to see, like you were saying with your boys, like think logically, look at things from different angles. And I mean, ultimately walk in somebody else's shoes, long story short. Not really. Short story long. <laughs> yeah, short story long. Yeah, wow. I warned you. Um, yeah, so to kind of to kind of bring it back, you know, we were talking earlier about you know really how we feel that Jesus has called us in terms of being a neighbor, and mm-hmm. you know that that even people even people who don't believe in Jesus love the people that love them, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Loving your neighbor can be hard. Jesus kind of destroys that when he says, no, 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 love, I call you to love your enemies. Yep. Right? So it's yep. like, okay, so you think you've got down loving the people that love you. Okay, yeah, that, that's like, you know, that's like ground level. Here's what you really have to do. I'm just, I'm not seeing that. And that's, no. you know, let's, let's be honest. Like, that's not, that's not earth shattering news for social media. You and I were talking about how it's just it just seems that it's everywhere. It's constant. And yeah. Yeah. It is it is constant. Nobody's I willing have... to reach across and meet whether it's pro-choice understanding pro-life, pro-life understanding pro-choice. We we we've taken out this like the human element 
And we've just made it two ideologies that now have to go to war. And I mean, unfortunately, war ends in destruction. So what are we setting ourselves up for here? Nothing pretty. Yeah. And the, the, I think the unfortunate thing for us and our abuse, if you're listening to this and you don't, you know, you're not a believer. I mean, you're not held to the standards we believe we're held to. Again, we, we love you. I'm glad you're listening to this. Glad you made it this far. The sad thing for at least Chad, for you and I, is like we're watching what's, what is supposedly the church, the community, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. They're they're just they're just jumping in the chaos. They're not they're not being medics on the battlefield. They're being soldiers on the battlefield, casting. I don't know. I'm I'm not seeing I'm not seeing pretty things in my sphere. My you know with my blinders on my sphere of influence. I'm not seeing pretty things, regardless of which side, Christian, non-Christian, etc. Now again, we're using Christians because it seems to be that's the narrative. Is that all? If you're if you're pro-life, you must be a Christian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyone else noticed that? Hmm. Uh, was that a straw man argument? I don't remember my in- my English classes. I was not the strongest in. Yeah. yeah and you it's know, not pretty. The, uh, one thing one thing I'd I'd like to say is, you know, to those to those that may have a differing opinion, like I actually welcome that. So one of my one of my favorite podcasts right now. It's called Winsome Conviction. And it's based around the whole premise that you can have a very down-to-earth, full of love, full of grace conversation with a person that disagrees with you. Mm. And it doesn't have to become a knockdown drag out. And you can disagree with people, and that's okay. And, you know, I think, you know, if nothing else, when we do that, we get to see the perspective of another person and we're no longer it makes it more difficult difficult to talk in a super negative way about a certain position or something because that now has like taken on flesh mm-hmm. right it's like mm-hmm. oh wow well that's you know that's so and so it removes um, our ability to pass judgment oh for sure ultimately for sure. so i think i think what i was really getting at is that like i don't want somebody listening to this say oh i'm pro choice so i guess uh I guess we're done here. No, I we love say... you. Listen to us. Shoot, <laughs> sign up on the spreadsheet. We'll have you on the show. We'd love to talk to you. Like, and not yeah. and, and honestly, we talk to you and not try to change your views. I think I think I can. I hope like as we chat on this, like we like I said beginning, we would just love to listen to you and just get to talk with you. Like, I don't think we. I don't know, Chad. I wouldn't come in trying to convince anybody otherwise. I mean, I'm. I'm confident enough in my own beliefs. Most people who come on are confident enough in their own beliefs that I think we just some eventually stop in the middle and go, all right, well, that was new. I learned something today. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, let's, let's be honest, like on some issues, um, this, this probably being one of those, like I welcome somebody asking me what I believe and why I believe. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come out like cocked and just ready to fire. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, let's have a discussion. At the end of the day, I'm not gonna, I'm not just gonna vomit it all over you because, by the way, that doesn't work. No. What's the What's the whole thing like? No one has ever been argued into the kingdom of God. Let heard, me show you why you're wrong. That submit. You know, no. Oh man. So so anyway, um, yeah, that that I wanted to, I wanted to say because just in case there's someone listening that, well, there, there probably are. Just, yeah. yeah which yeah. is quite, quite possible. I mean, I know there's been, there was a time where I was on the other side of this issue, 
for the exact reason you're talking about. The whole like, oh, wow, you are totally encroaching on my rights, and that's scary. And I, mm. I understand that argument. Now, I, I don't uh, subscribe to that um, any longer. I've really come, I've come full circle on that. But, um, but yeah, man, that's a, so again, even though, even though I may not agree with that, uh, you know, with that argument, it doesn't mean like I can't, you know, have respect for it and we can't have a conversation without me wanting to reach through and strangle somebody. You know what I mean? So, and I feel like, I feel like that's a lot of what, you know, kind of what you're describing, what I'm seeing where it's, you know, just this beat people in the submission, regardless of where you stand. Because again, this is not all coming from one side. Like both sides have this very hostile, or or in your, I guess with your feet again, it's that snarky, that snarky tone. I'm I'm seeing. Yeah. I mean, I see some snark, and then I see some where it's like, all right, that's a little yeah, snarky. Scary. I'm gonna shame you. You know yeah. that there, there's yeah. just no there there's there's no time for that. Like we're doesn't you know, accomplish anything. It just doesn't. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you on that. Should I share if, this? I don't know if there's a place for this or not, but should I should I share this post that one of our former guests uh, wrote? Yeah, uh, yeah, I found that to be I found that to be refreshing. There's a couple things I've I've read that I was like, oh gosh, we need more yeah. people to share this, and that was one of them. So go yeah. for it. I will, yeah, and I will say there there have been. I know we talk about a lot of negative, and that can be always be a little downtrodden. There have been some really good responses to this, and I think what's been beautiful is neither one of them. They 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 chose Jesus, if that makes sense. They didn't choose a side. They chose Jesus. They chose someone who's going to get into the mess with grace and truth. So this comes from one of our previous guests. I actually don't know. He was okay with me sharing this. I don't know if he was okay with me sharing his name. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But uh, we love him, and we've talked about him before. He's been on here. But if you want to know his name, we have both shared it on Facebook. This so. is this is true. <laughs> Actually, according to hit this this post, 111 people have shared it. So yeah, well, all it's right, getting out there. It has. All right, here's what he says. He says, "I'm not going to get on here and argue whether or not the most recent actions of the Supreme Court were justified. I know I won't change anyone's mind, and I've rarely seen a healthy debate that was started on social media. Can we get an amen? Like preach." Preach. He goes on to say, what I will say is specifically to my Christian friends. If you claim to be in that category, you have an incredible responsibility in times of polarizing conflict to love. This is cool. Now my brain's thinking, I'm processing this as I'm reading this. So I love this because that actually, that's what Jesus did, right? If you think about it, when he was sent to earth, he was sent while Israel was like super, they were in the in-between different um, insurrections against Rome, freakishly polarizing. I mean, everybody thought he was coming to physically rescue them from Rome, and really, he's there to save our souls. Right. Anyway, he goes on. While you may be celebrating, there are others that are torn apart. Many feel they are being attacked by the government that is supposed to protect them. You don't have to agree with them, but you do have to love them. Last I heard, we were left with very specific instructions for those of us that choose to be Christ followers. Your neighbors are hurting. Your neighbors are confused. Your open celebrations and derogatory remarks over their choices or beliefs only further isolate them and push them away from the source of your faith. You aren't going to shame or bully anybody into the kingdom of heaven. And if you're one of those Christians in this podcast, I'm rebuking you right now in the name of the Lord. All right, moving on. Um, your comments. Come on, bring it. 
careful now. Keep me all fired up. <laughs> and if you got comments or remarks with that, you can privately message me and I'll 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 reap you over the cold. No, I'm just kidding. I won't do that. I'll understand. I'll try to understand your side, but ultimately I'll rebuke you because just shame doesn't. No, no. God is not a God of shame. All right. Here I am preaching. Uh, I need to let this guy preach. So he, our, our guest keeps going. Your comments over their choices or assumptions of their character aren't going to convince them to sit with you on Sunday. It certainly doesn't communicate that there is a God who loves them. This is your chance to prove someone wrong about you. Don't fall into the trap of adhering to the Christian stereotypes of being hateful, spiteful, self-righteous, and ignorant. Gosh, don't you hate that that is what our culture believes about people who claim to love Jesus? And yet Jesus says, you will know, they will know that you are my followers by the way you love me and love others. Where do we go wrong, people? I think the word there is ouch. Yeah. Big out with like like Looney Tunes style with the sign and everything. Totally. Be full of grace and seasoned with salt. Don't stray from your truth, but don't stray from the people you've been called to love either. Ask questions. Seek to understand. Place yourself in someone else's shoes and get to the root of their pain before making assumptions. Love them for who they are because they were created too. Yeah, that, uh, that's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that hit. I think that hit both of us pretty deeply. I mean, yeah. that one takes that one takes a couple different rereads to process and to think through. So, thank you to our our guest, who at some point we'll have back on the show for for writing that, and ultimately, I guess thank thank the Lord for providing him with the wisdom and discernment for the words that he he pieced together there. Not everybody has that gifting. Yeah, that was uh, that was good. I I have been fairly silent on social media about this just because like i don't know what do they say like if you can't if you can't improve the silence don't <laughs> you know there you not go. that there's silence but i just you know i i started writing a couple of times and i'm like no nah, i don't want to yell at somebody i never yeah no. i never i never felt the conviction i think I one have, oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i have shared a few things so matthews yeah. was one Shauna had kind of a call to action kind of post she did that I saw that. As well. Dr. Tony yeah. Evans, he had a he had a yes. post that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've not shared anything. I guess part of that is, and hopefully this is where I really get bothered by people on social media. They'll believe that because you don't share something, that therefore you are on one you you're on one side of the fence or the other. Therefore, if you're silent, you're the enemy, and if you're vocal, you're an ally, et cetera, so forth. Yeah, I think it's wrong. I mean, social media is a platform that most of us, if we're calm, cool, collected, and thinking logically, are understanding that actually we're putting our fake selves out there. Um, you're not gonna. I don't. I don't show photos of my wife and I fighting. I don't show photos of me screwing up in front of my kid with a whether it's disciplinary or raising or dropping her on her head. Like, yeah. you know, those aren't. That's not what you see. You see all the happy times, the good trips. I put the right words together. Not that I don't mean them, but let's be honest, I'm showing half of who who I am wholly. W-H-O-L-L-Y, not H-O-L-Y. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think with with this topic, and especially knowing that like the audience that would be drawn to a post of mine or would be reading it or who I pop up, like whose feeds I pop up on would only end in debate would only end in arguments, would only end in people getting very, very, regardless of how I approach it, 
it, it, I don't think there'd be anything, nothing, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be edifying, nor do I think anything would have been pointing back to Christ. So I'd rather people just approach me on, at street level, send me a DM, send me a text, call me. Hey, like, you know, I've been wrestling with this. I know you believe in Jesus or you believe this way from previous conversations. Like, how are you navigating? I think for me, it's, it's all about conversation in that kind of more personal private setting. So social media for me is just not the platform. I have not felt a conviction to write. And this does not mean that the people who have written things are in the wrong. Some of them have done so eloquently and they've reached people and they've convicted people like Chad and myself. I just know for me personally, I just, I did not have that, uh, that conviction. I just, I didn't feel like it was my, my place per se. Yeah. This is, this is another place where I just feel kind of a call to action to be honest. So, um, uh, another, another one of those places is just kind of in, in race relations. And when, um, shoot, I don't know what it was three or four years ago. Um, I got involved with an organization here locally sponsored by grace, um, where we go into very poverty-stricken areas of the town, kind of in a type of like local sponsorship model, mm-hmm. and really just dig in, um, bring the gospel, and um, you know, and um, and really do what we can to to impact that community. Um, you know, get kids through through school, um, help them with some of their physical needs. You know, but really just bringing Jesus bringing Jesus to a place where, where there's just not a lot of people that go, that go there for some of these reasons. And so it just, it makes me feel better to know that I'm doing something. Is it perfect? No. Am I going to solve this entire problem on my own? No, but I'm doing something and I'll make a mistake and I will rectify that and try to do better, but I'm, I'm just taking some action. And so you know, if you're seeing some of this stuff out there and that angers you or spurs you on or you want to do something, just just get involved. Um, I guess that's I guess that's all I'll say on that. But I, I will say, like, I kind of feel some of that stuff welling up in me. And one thing I have found with me, and I'm not saying everybody's like me, but is that when I when I, I, I do something towards the end of the issue, right? So whether it's, you know, this, this abortion issue, uh, being, being pro-life or whatever the issue is, I, again, for me, I have found that just doing something helps, uh, helps me just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm making a dent, so to speak, you know? So, so that's kind of where, I don't know, some, some things I, I come out and I talk about on social media, but this is, this is one thing where I just feel like, yeah, I just didn't feel like I really had a need to, to come out and say anything. So um, I'm not going to, I, that may happen. And I do, I do kind of plan to maybe have a conversation with some people that I feel like aren't being very gracious in the way they're communicating, but we'll see what happens there. I really kind of wanted to circle back to the whole, the whole dad thing, right? The yeah. Parenting or, or being at a place of influence and I really, I really think that if we just would seek ourselves, um, whether that's to show it to our kids or, you know, just to improve where we are, just to be, to be a good neighbor. And we can do that in our physical address where we are. We can do that online. No one's going to be perfect, but I just feel like if we all took a little bit of a step each day to say, how can I, I mean, if you're not a Christian, like, how can I just be 
a better neighbor to yeah. someone today. Like that's an easy, be that's kind. an easy step. Mr. Rogers, you know, in the neighborhood or whatever, just be kind to people. Be kind. So everybody appreciates kindness. So Justin, what do you say? You got any other angle you want to bring up here? I don't, I don't have anything. I, I don't, again, some of this, I don't feel like is even my, my place. So maybe we'll have some guests who come on down the road after hearing this who are like, yeah, put me on the show. I want, I want to chat about it. And we, we welcome that. And uh, maybe that'll provide some other, you know, some healthy conversation. Ultimately, I just hope that we're all, I think for me, it's just, I just hope we're all moving forward healthily, full of grace. Be kind. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah. And so uh, disclaimer, if you are listening to this and some time has passed since it came out, things may have changed. Yeah, we, um, and we don't know what that looks like yet because we've not been back to the future. But we welcome we welcome your feedback. Anybody wants to chat, keep the conversation going. Just let us know. Yep, um, you can we'll message us on all of the all of the links, all of the social things, the That's Discord, right. the Instagram, the Facebook. I said the Facebook. You did. You said <laughs> the Facebook, the Metaverse. Um, I hope hey, everybody... Justin, uh, you're looking you're looking a little tan. I, I, yeah, yeah, I've been working outside. It gets me <laughs> gets me dark. My poor wife doesn't see as much sun, so it's always kind of funny in our household. But yeah, I'm looking tan. <laughs> so uh, it's been it's been good taking this little break and uh, wait taking a break from our break if that makes any sense at all. That's right. Um, <laughs> so we are going to go back now to recording some episodes to release a little bit later. And yep. uh, so I yep. guess um, Justin. Unless you have anything else, I guess it's ta-ta for now. That's right. We'll see you in season two in August. Deuces, y'all. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can support us by sharing the show with your friends and family. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Want more The Dad Report? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and even join the community over on Discord. Don't forget to send us your dad jokes for a chance to be featured on the show. Remember the words of Billy Graham about fatherhood. A good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet one of the most valuable assets in our society. So if you are a dad, we're cheering you on. If you have a dad, be kind to him. And if you know a dad, tell him about our podcast.